Sometimes referred to as Television Tuesday. Hmm, that is interesting. This week, I am not doing a Movie Monday. Ooh, I only watched one friggin' movie on the weekend. That is Recalculus. That's one step above ridiculous. Uh, yeah, just uh, wasn't in the cards this weekend to uh, to watch my normal six movies. Really, uh, really slacked it. It was very slackadaisical my my movie viewing. So, uh, I'm going to skip that and going to at least make the attempt to do a short slash half slash just drive to work TV Tuesday episode. Okay, that is the plan for today. I should mention, as I always try to mention at the beginning of uh, every episode, that uh, there will be spoilers, most likely. Not always, but most of the time. So, let's hop right in with today's sponsor. Yes, we're not doing this for free, people, obviously. The quality of this fine, fine programming is obviously going to be sponsored. Um, I would go as far to say, duh. So, today's sponsor is Sanford and Son Sandwiches and Sonograms. Once again, today's sponsor is Sanford and Son Sandwiches and Sonograms. Alright, let's hop right in. I only have three items, but within each item is many, many things. So, hopefully uh, we can get her done. Let's start with, why don't we... Um, I think MASH. Yeah, why don't we start with MASH. MASH, um, if you've listened to many of these TV Tuesday episodes, I've brought back a couple times, because uh, I got the entire series on DVD for dirt cheap, and I'm now working my way through. Uh, probably by the end of the week, will most likely be on to season six. Season six of 11. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to make um, all 11, just because I remember in the last... I think season or two seasons, it got kind of boring and preachy. So we'll see how that goes. I may stop and move on to something else. Uh, also, the fact that I used to get up in the morning and watch either one hour-long episode of TV or two half-hour-long episodes, whereas now I'm getting up and um, editing the podcast. So, needless to say, my viewings... Uh, my viewing times has gone down a bit. Has gone? So what did I bring back here? Okay, uh, there was an episode in which Colonel Potter goes to Tokyo and um, to meet Mrs. Potter. Tokyo, apparently, during the Korean War, was where uh, American soldiers fighting the war, when they got like time off, which I assume is more 
just like the officers when they got time off, time off not so much as the guys doing the actual fighting. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't uh, know too much about um, wartime R&R, rest and relaxation, recuperation and rest, various other things it could stand for. Uh, anyway, so while he's gone, his horse, because, you know, he has a horse, gets sick. And uh, it was an episode I liked because uh, it was kind of funny to see how these folks at war are all kind of down in the dumps and bored a lot of the time. Boredom seems to be one of the main themes on the show MASH, where there's just, like, nothing to do. So um, the sick horse sort of pulled together the whole camp because, <laughs> you know what, I just realized, it's funny, um, they had to give the horse an enema. So, that's just the kind of highbrow comedy you can uh, expect from the television program MASH. Horse enemas. Mm. So, let's leave horse enema behind. That was, of course, the name of the episode. Probably wasn't, but it should have been. Uh, with one in which, at the beginning of the episode, Radar, Radar O'Reilly... Who, uh, you know what, I'll throw out that quite often at work, I'll uh, call myself Radar O'Reilly um, in front of the boss, because he'll either start to ask me something and I will know what he's going to say and anticipate that, or he'll ask me to do something that I knew he was going to ask me to do and have already done. So, I get the, uh, the Radar O'Reilly moniker. Self-imposed, so I don't know... Uh, it's not quite as good. Uh, anyways, Radar moves a totem pole. A Korean totem pole. I think they called it something else, like a, like a spirit totem. That was apparently not a good thing. Because as soon as he did that, um, the camp was, I guess a, a, a way to say it, was infested with bad luck. Just nothing would go right. Um, it was to the point where even, like, light bulbs were dying left, right, and center. Equipment wasn't working. People were hurting themselves. So they had to get a, uh, I don't know how you could describe it other than a Korean-esque shaman. Huh, yeah. Korean-esque shaman. That's a good title for this. To come in and do her voodoo. Only as you do. And uh, she cleaned it up. And they all lived happily ever after. Oh, okay, this next one was cool. It was uh, Hawkeye, who is played by Alan Alda, sort of the main character, I would say, of the show. He was sleepwalking. The reason I uh, like to bring this episode back is because it kind of shows Hawkeye's sort of descent into madness, <laughs> which I, I think over the course of the series, you can kind of see him sort of starting off the, the show as sort of a, a happy-go-lucky, always-jokes kind of guy, and then slowly gets more and more serious and uh, loses his mind, basically. So I like that. I think if this show were to be made today, they probably would have made it, like, uh, focused on this aspect of it even more, because we're always, seems like nowadays, it's got to be darker, got to be grittier. Uh, Batman comes to mind. The next episode kind of emphasizes that boredom that they all feel quite often because it's sort of the same thing day in, day out, day in, day out for months and years on end. 
uh, in which they were super, super excited that they had a crossword puzzle to do. Ooh. It was the New York Times crossword puzzle, which apparently is, uh, back then, and even still, uh, apparently a very hard one to do, I've always heard. I, uh, never really got into crosswords. I got a buddy who does them, uh, I think, every weekend. My, uh, grandparents also. My great-grandmother used to do them in ink, I should specify. I think my dad does them too. I don't know, um, I like trivia and I like word stuffs, vocabulary things, obviously, as I'm demonstrating here, stuff and things, for example, uh, but I I just never uh, really got into them. I tried, but uh, it just didn't appeal to me for some reason, which I think is odd that they don't. In the same episode, there is, uh, is a, something that I remembered probably one of my most memorable moments from this series for some reason. There's a character called Klinger, who, as you may know, does not like being in the army. Huh. So in order to get out, he, for the most part, dresses as a woman uh, in order to get what they call a Section 8, which means you are released from the army because you are crazy. So that's a sort of go-to make people think I'm crazy shtick. However, uh, I'll throw in something else that he'll try, and uh, this is one in particular that uh, I remember fondly, (laughs) was where he tried to eat a jeep. Eat, through his mouth hole, a jeep. An army jeep. Um, (laughs) It didn't go so well, as you can imagine. There are people out there who eat um, non-food items, and there's a word for that. I think it might actually be um, Circus Geek, which when I talked about my geek versus nerd, I think I, I kind of touched on how the only reason I prefer nerd over geek um, is because A, Chris Hardwick and his nerd empire, and B, because when I hear the word geek, I think circus geek, and I think part of being a circus geek can be that you eat non-food items, such as a Jeep. Okay, so, let's leave that behind. We're we're cooking along pretty good. I think I'm on pace to do this. We'll move on to Parks and Recreation. Who is back? Back from their holidays. They always seem to have a... They always seem to have a... um, kind of weird holidays, Parks and Rec. Like, off more, more and longer than other people. So it was nice to see them back. The episode was where Leslie and Ben... Ooh, did I get the names right without um, writing them down? Because I didn't. I think so. Are having their um, bachelor and bachelorette parties. Ah. So um, let's just get Leslie's out of the way. It's turned into kind of... Well, it started out with a party where it was just basically penises everywhere. You know, penis cake, penis candy, penis hats, penis balloons. Um, which I guess happens at a bachelorette party. I don't know. I've not been to uh, too many bachelorette parties. And then uh, they got into some um, work-related hijinks and basically did not have a good time. There was, uh, let's just throw out, there was digging with, with penises involved. 
So that's not too fun. Then the guys, um, what kind of happened is they all, it, it all sort of came, came out that none of them who were married had ever had a bachelor party. So what they decided to do was to each do as this bachelor party sort of their ideal bachelor party and then kind of go one to another and, and do what their ideal bachelor party would be. So uh, it started off with Ben, obviously, since that's where the idea came from. His ideal bachelor party was just kind of sitting around, having a couple of beers, and playing Settlers of Catan. <laughs> I like him, he's a freaking big nerd. Uh, so then there was Aziz Ansari's, and his was to go to this crazy bar, uh, I think what you could call sort of a science bar, where... Everything was kind of, not science is nerdy, science in, in, as in like nouvelle cuisine, where, uh, for example, a, a beer was ordered and it came looking like candy floss, or uh, he ordered a martini, however you inhaled it rather than drank it from a red orb. Uh, then they did Ron Swanson's, which was obviously they ate meat and drank whiskey, so that's, that's my kind of... Uh, my kind of bachelor party. Uh, then there was Andy's, who was a big football fan, apparently, so they went to a uh, football stadium and played around there, so boring. Um, then Jerry <laughs> went to an ice cream parlor. Okay. And uh, that was it. My uh, ideal bachelor party, which happened, was uh, sort of a combination of... Uh, Ron Swanson's in the going out and eating and drinking, but then uh, something that none of the guys did, which was surprising, a strip club. So, there you go. Lap dances ha. Alright, hopefully I can get this last item in before I get to work. It is, you know what, I brought it back last TV Tuesday, if I do recall, and I'm bringing it back again, because uh, it combines two of my favorite things. It's fun. And it's easy. Huh. It is Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den, the show where five rich people will decide if they will give you money for your business or idea or invention. There you go. Let's run down. The reason it's easy, because I just write down what some of the ideas were and bring them back. Simple, easy, effective. Like um, a leaf? Um, whatever. Okay, so the first item was a golf bag rain cover, which, um, can't remember if they got money. This guy, or was it a girl? This girl, yeah, it was a girl, had, uh, something that the dragons look for when people come, which was sales. So she had been selling this for quite a number of years. This was a dragon's den first because she sold 100% of her company, which, uh, I've never seen, and even the dragon said it was a first. Normally, it's, you know, so much money for a certain percent of their company, but this girl sold the whole thing. Kit and Caboodle. Uh, it was basically just a cover that goes on your golf bag that um, it attaches, and then you can easily get in without getting your clubs too, too wet. Uh, it seems like a, a fine product. One of the dragons pointed out, though, which I agreed with, um, if it's raining, I am not golfing. Golfing ceases. Also, maybe just point out that 
Um, I used to golf, and then it is the most frustrating and I'd even go boring game. So uh, I have not been golfing in many years. I have occasionally gone out with people golfing and just driven around in the cart and drank. So that's fine. You don't get to drink and drive very often. Uh, okay, next item was takeout boxes. <laughs> this was kind of a dumb one. It was like their their sort of idea was these fancy boxes that you would use at a takeout restaurant to take your food home. Um, so that was dumb. The sort of main um, bad point pointed out by the dragons was that they didn't stack. So that's uh, dumb. And they didn't get any money, and they got laughed off the stage. And um, I think they even had some of the dragons say, stop doing this. Which occasionally, when you get a really bad idea on the show, uh, the dragons will plead and beg for who, for whoever's there to stop investing money, to stop doing this. It is not going to work. The sort of sad thing is that quite often, 99% um, of the time, actually 100% of the time that I've seen, um, they've always said, well, I know it's going to work, so I'm going to keep doing it. Despite five people just saying right there that this is stupid, stop doing it. Uh, okay, the next was... <laughs> my note here says, smelly, hippie, glass things. Smelly, hippie, glass things. Uh, this was a couple of hippies... A hippie man and a hippie woman came in with these sort of, I think you could call them infusers or diffusers. Uh, these sort of glass things that you can wear around your neck. You can wear them, the girl had them as earrings, wear them uh, around your wrist. That they were actually very cool, and I think they did get an investment because somehow they were designed and blown in such a way that the uh, smelly liquid inside would evaporate and smell. However, no matter how you hold, held this glass thing, uh, if you shook it up or had it upside down or whatever, the, the liquid inside would not fall out. Fall out. So really, really cool. Um, they actually had some smart business sense, these hippies, which was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, and I think they may have gotten an investment. I don't remember. Uh, the next one was a... This one did get an investment. Uh, a Canadian-made sports car. So, like, a super high-end sports car. I think the retail was $500,000. Uh, it did look cool, but me and cars, I, I don't get spending 500000 even if I was a millionaire. Even if I was a... Well, if I was a billionaire, I guess, what else are you going to spend your money on? But... I'd have to be a billionaire in order to spend 500000 on a car. It just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, uh, next one was gym equipment. I uh, have seen on Dragon's Den quite a few people bring in workout equipment or diet stuff. And the Dragons always point out that this is a almost an impossible market to get into. Which makes sense, because you always see new shit like that coming out. Um, so, they didn't get any money. And the last one, the last one was good because it was a guy who was very, very enthusiastic and had a new way to play the game of hockey. Um, Dragon's Den is Canadian, 
filmed in Canada. Canadian people come in. Uh, I think I think all the dragons are Canadian or started in Canada, perhaps. Basically, the only real difference I could see was the shape of the ring was more of an oval. So if you were to shoot your puck with your uh, hockey stick into the corner, it would kind of circle around better. Um, and he thought it would cause a much, much quicker game of hockey. Um, and he got laughed off the stage. He was probably insane. <laughs> Said some very crazy things. Uh, I'm at work. So we did it. We did it. That's exciting. I wasn't sure I could do it, but I did. So, folks, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper